This is DJ Crash from KNON Now in Dallas, Texas. I've got two great guests here. Before I tell you their names, let me just say that David Bowie rarely covers another artist, but he did so on his Let's Dance, Let's Dance album. And we will hear how Peter Godwin will return the favor, but not alone. His new project is Regeneration with Leah Lane. And I'm proud to have both right now with me live. Hi, Leah. And hi, Peter. How are you guys? Hi, Jay. We're good. We're good. We're in different parts of the universe, but we're good. <laughs> yeah, man. So I, I want to hear about the launch of this new band. How how did it how much of this was predestination, Leah Lane, and how much was it was Kismet, you know, and, you know, how did this come about? Um, well, I it came about because I, I was a huge fan of Metro, and um, which is, is, is Peter's band that David Bowie covered. I was a massive fan uh, for about a year, and finally I, I worked up the nerve to reach out to Peter and see if Peter would be interested in doing a track with me. And originally I was thinking, you know, I'll write a track and, and Peter will sing over it and then I'll call it like, you know, Rose Garden Funeral Party featuring Peter Godwin. And then, you know, the the track that I came up with was, you know, it, it left a lot to be desired. And as communication kind of continued between Peter and I, I sent him some piano chords to a song that I was working on uh, for my kind of own music and he ended up writing a song over that and that became our first song and our first song went so well that Peter suggested that we just make a, a whole album and so it's been a really organic process um, from the beginning and it's just kind of developed itself really with you know a, a just kind of it's just like it's a very like synergic i don't know yeah. the you know it it's uh it's been great and it's, it's, kind, it's of an, been great. kind of an instinctive thing yeah i mean as 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 i said she came to me like just really like maybe we do a track together or something and she i was amazed because she knew everything i'd ever done pretty much you know she <laughs> you know uh as a solo artist with metro other stuff she really you know she really knew all about when well, Leah does Leah's really got a huge knowledge of music in general and a but, passion for it that goes way beyond just post-punk and all that and things she's associated with and we didn't plan how the album was going to be and that goes right through to the the, the only music that Regeneration have put out so far which is uh you know let's call it a single and it, it comes back to what you were saying Jay about it's it's got the Bowie reply. It's got a absolute beginners we decided to do. Um, and it's got a song called Beautiful Boy. And these are really a, quite a range apart, these two songs, you know, but we thought they represented quite well what people might expect or be surprised by because it's a, we, we relate to all generations of music, you know. We're two generations, but we also relate to all generations of influence and music. And we didn't plan any of this. You know, it started, you know, kind of through a let's do a track, you know, it, you know, our relationship and our friendship and everything else and things developed between us. And there's sort of the, the album is kind of a story of us in a certain way, but it's a story that anyone could relate to because it's 
it's about relationships and it and it speaks about them in many different ways but it, none of it was planned as as Leo said it was all like intuitive so we didn't say we're going to do what let's do it in this style or that style having said that some of the things where maybe i would send a song idea to Leia and she would then have a a kind of production idea on it there she would have a plan but we didn't personally we didn't say oh what, how are we going to make this now i'm talking about something that nobody's heard yet which is this album which is waiting in the wings and you know we we just decided to launch the band and start with these tracks just to give a clue and there's a video that's on youtube for beautiful boy that was shot in nice when uh one of the first times that uh, she came here we filmed each other got a friend to film us it kind of captures something that's almost relevant relevant and to the whole album so if you want to get a vibe anybody listening in you check out that on youtube regeneration beautiful boy video you get a vibe you get you start to get a sense of something that video is uh somewhat film noir uh and, yeah. and, and, and of course i love the uh the setting it's uh it's gorgeous and so Isn't that it? that leads me to leah did you did you record over there in nice no never um i mean I think you Maybe. helped record my vocal a couple like in the early days, didn't you? I did. I did. I did record Peter's vocals uh, a couple times over there. But no, for the vast majority of this project, it, it's been done in um, in Dallas on Denton, really. And you know, <clears throat> Jay, you know a lot of the players on this album. You've got Dean Adams and Mills Chaikin from Lorelai K, and uh, Amelia Mesa and Poppy Zander and Scott White from Duel and Van Damme. So. Yeah, it's um, it's a it's a pretty stellar lineup, and a couple of a couple of my old friends are on it too. Because I know Leia, being a big Metro fan, I suggested at a certain point that we get sort of Colin White, who was guitar player for the last two albums of Metro, and Sean, who was a guitar player for all three albums of Metro, and they actually feature on two tracks which is another story, but they are actually, in fact, well, there's a little bit of Colin on the third track, but, and all my vocals I did actually, I did in France and they were sent out there and I added a tiny bit of guitar, a little bit of guitar. There's some me playing guitar and beautiful boy, a guitar that Leia bought for me actually, a an old sixties guitar playing bottleneck on it. You can hear it sliding and splashing around there, but generally I wasn't the guitarist, but I played, on a couple of things and that's all in other words that's all that was done here my vocals and some guitar bits you know a little bit all right very good so the original composition is beautiful boy and that's released already um uh well it's on youtube can can um can fans buy it somewhere everywhere uh, it's not available for purchase anymore but obviously it's available for download or for uh streaming um yeah and and probably in the next week or two it'll be up on Bandcamp. I just have to create the Bandcamp. So, but yeah, it's available for streaming on all so all sources. And it's on it's on download as well. You know, it's on uh, Apple Music and things. It oh, is it is. On, yeah. yeah, it's on every site. It's on every site. It's out in two hundred and thirty eight countries. You know, it's the same. It's a it's a normal kind of you know digital release. We're not on Bandcamp yet, but we're we're going to do that. Let's going to do that. And let me stress, this musical project is Regeneration with Peter Godwin and Leah Lane. And, and let's talk for a moment about the Bowie cover, Absolute Beginners. It needed more attention, especially on this side of the pond. Thank you for covering that song. <laughs> and, great. 
I love I love the guitars that kick in at the end. Uh, and and uh, oh, it's it you know yeah. that, that song has got some surprises in it. I think the thing about what that song highlights and uh, both those songs highlight in completely different ways and which I think we've, from the response we've got so far, and we only put it out on the 10th of March, you know, there's been a lot of response to our vocals together. You know, we've, you know, I mean, I think what drew me to work with, with Leia, honestly, from the very first second, nanosecond, was her voice. She has a beautiful, extraordinary voice. One of the greatest voices I've ever heard, I think. You know, it's an exceptional, unusual, amazing voice. And we found a way to use our voices together. And every track on the album, we use them together differently. And that's what makes our Bowie a bit different, is that it's got, it's not just a girl singing it, but that would already be pretty different and interesting. Like, um, oh, what's her name? Dale, Dale from Missing Persons covered Images of Heaven. And suddenly you've got a... A female singing that song makes it a bit different. But here, it's our voices together. And I think our voices together are pretty interesting on Absolute Beginners. I even had people, several people actually say, I'm a huge Bowie fan, but I like your version better, which yeah. is extraordinary to me. But of course, it's different because you've got this blend of two voices. And Leia often sings in her lower range, although she can sing a huge range. But And that's closer to a male range almost, you know? And so the voices blend. Sometimes I go down the octave. You can hear it on Absolute Beginners. Yeah. We exchange lines. We do all sorts of things with the voices. And even on Beautiful Boy, there there are times when you think it's one or other of us, but it's both of us. Yeah. You can't really tell, you know? And can I point out, Leah, that uh, your, your uh, uh, kind of background backing vocals sound so feminine compared to when you're really singing <laughs> i know i i was laughing at it the other day i was showing a friend of mine and he said you know i don't think i've ever heard you sound that much like a girl in yeah. any kind of thing because i you know i usually am i don't know yeah could, a bit more a bit more masculine but you know it's funny about that song is that like jay it it is the absolute bottom of my range, like in the I've nothing left to offer, like the yeah. verse <laughs> so low. And then there's the, um, the, yeah, which I'm not even going to try and attempt to do. Those backing vocals in the pre-chorus, those super high ones. Uh, oh, yeah, the chorus yeah. as well. You really so, like to, Leia kind of takes over the song <laughs> on the chorus. But you The chorus is not high. It's those pre-chorus backing vocals that, like are the absolute top of my range. So that day when we were recording my vocals for that song, I, you know, obviously just for the sake of tracking the instruments, I recorded the vocals for the whole song and, and you know, Peter recorded his vocals later. And Poppy Sanders in the studio playing piano and she goes, okay, okay, cool. Uh, and we're, you know, A being the original and the, um, and our version. We're a being them as Poppy's uh, recording piano, and Poppy said, "Okay, can we hear the um, can we hear our version?" And Michael Briggs turns to her and goes, "No, no, that is our version. We're listening to our <laughs> version." And Poppy turns around to me and looks at me slowly, and she goes, "That's you singing?" And I go, "Yeah." And she goes, first of all, you sound like a man." Yeah. Second of all, you sound like effing Bowie. <laughs> Almost messed up there, but it was. It was really funny. That whole process of 
uh, singing that song was just well a trip, a trip for sure. Okay, so let's get Peter's intake on this. Does she sound like Bowie? <laughs> no, she sounds like she sounds like Leia because Leia's got a really distinctive voice, and when she's when she's lets that male tone into her voice, which she can't help but let in when she's in the bottom of a range, but she does it anyway. In we use that a lot, you know, and it kind of I don't know. There's something about sometimes I come in under her like a, a like an octave under, so it's, I've got like a I can have a really low voice under hers. That's what happens on Absolute Beginners when it comes to the chorus. I go down. I think I'm sort of like leading the vocal just before there a little bit, and then I go down, and she goes up and takes over. You know, yes. <laughs> really, and really, you know, like crescendos and gives it a lot of power. But there's all these funny different ways that our, our, our voices, I think they work together. And, you know, I wasn't sure. I thought anybody who'd heard anything before it was out said, I love your voices together, but you never know, do you? And then, because we're also artists with a kind of a following of individually, you know? So somebody might come and say, oh, you know, well, I prefer you when you sing by yourself or Leia, what you got that guy singing before, you know? It's, but nobody's had that reaction. Everybody likes the way the voices work. It's an unusual thing, you know, you think about it. It's an unusual thing. It just was how it worked for us. It was what made it, even, everything was interesting about this, yeah. this music, you know, and this album that's coming. But it was particularly interesting playing around with the voices. And we got songs where, I sing them, I maybe sing the melody. There's one song that, that Leia came up with really called Should You Ever Need Love? And she does a counter melody that is really unusual. You know, so things you don't normally hear. You'll know when you hear it. It's, so we, we weren't kind of cliche. We weren't just exchanging lines like a, you know, cliche duet thing. You know, we're doing it like a bit like the Beatles in a way because only they were two guys. You know, like where one would suddenly take they tell the story between them and one would take over the middle eight, get to the bridge and suddenly it's John or Paul, or then they'd sing in unison, then they'd sing in harmony. Yeah. So we relate to all that as well, kind of freedom of using the voices together. But um, I think it gets layer. What I like about it and I love, you know, uh, her singing in, in Rose Garden, everything. I love it, you know, but this takes her to new places. Don't yeah. you think? There. Yeah. Let, let... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, go, go ahead, Leah. No, you. Um, yeah, I do. You know, I, you know, Jay, you've known me for a really long time and you've seen me in a, in a thousand different projects, but, um, you know, it is, it is very different than Rose Garden, you know, in, in Rose Garden, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but all I, and so I won't, but like, all I'm going to say is regeneration is definitely a, a has, has pre presented a really beautiful and um, unique and new opportunity to explore different areas of my uh, creative um, self and, and also, you know, understand that, I guess, the, um, or expand the boundaries of, of what I can offer to creative projects, you yeah. know, working on producing this album and, so not only singing and writing music for it, but I did, uh, I, I produced it. And it was my first album that I've, I've ever produced. And that was, um, it's been, it's been an incredible experience. It, it really has. And it has shown me Good. what I'm capable of when I'm not 
I guess, restricted by my own <laughs> bad guitar playing. <laughs> and also, I guess, what I'm not sure. And also, not just restricted by your exclusively your writing when you're when you're involved. That was that was the other thing I was going to say. Is that I'm, I'm also not restricted by just my writing, and I'm not uh, restricted by kind of the I don't know the parameters of the expectations set by previous releases. Does that make sure. sense? Sure, it does. And, <laughs> and also, maybe I, sorry, I just want to jump in. One thing is. While the first year that we met and we started making music together was also the year that Leia did her Take Cover series with Rose Garden. And that showed to me this was kind of happening in, you know, and we did one of the Take Covers was a Metro song, Middle of the Night, which I sang on and we shot a video on this very terrace where I'm sitting right now, um, as well as in other parts of the world, including Australia, because we had Colin playing his guitar part on it that he played back in the day. So, you know, I was in the Take Cover series in a way. That was the first thing where we, we came together. But also I could see from her doing Peter Gabriel, Bowie Deep Cuts, um, Pulp, all kinds of things. I thought, wow, you know, when she, if she wants to, she can go anywhere with that voice and with that self-expression. It's not just the voice. It's the, it's the you know, how, how you express through the voice. Um, and that was inspiring to me. And that's why I knew we had no boundaries. We needed no boundaries in our album because Leia could, could do any of it. And I, I love to explore all that too. You know, that's what I, where we wanted to go. So, sorry, I just wanted to make that connection with Take Cover because that was like, a, oh yeah, okay. She's done all this in the past. Cause I've listened to things that Leia's done when she was 12 or she's always been interesting. She's always been a, you know, she was an artist from the get go, you know. Seen yeah. me play when I was twelve. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let, let's stay. Let's stay on David Bowie for a moment, and and of course he covered uh, Criminal World on his big album. Um, did you ever meet him, Peter? Um, well, I kind of I have a little Bowie story. Yeah, I actually was introduced to David Bowie at a nightclub called the Embassy, which is a famous nightclub that goes back to the nineteen thirties in London. I was introduced to him by. Um, what was then Mick Jagger's wife, Bianca Jagger. She, I happened to know her, which I won't go into, it's too long a story, but I happened to know her and she was there dancing in a disco with David Bowie. This, is the, this was just before the release of my very first ever single and first album. And the single was Criminal World. And the album was the first Metro album. And I literally got introduced to him and he sort of was, you know, he's a nice guy well, from my very, you know, little acquaintance with him. He was a very nice guy, you know, kind of affable, you know, and it was like, oh, so what do you do? And I said something like, well, I do what you do, only I'm just starting out, you know. And I told him about Metro. Well, I was pretty pumped up about it. It was just about to be released. And that was that. That really was that. I didn't, and, you know, and then... I'm walking down the street, you know, six years later, and Rusty Egan from Visage, who lived in the same neighborhood as me, comes up to me and says, uh, oh, you know, well done for the Bowie, you know, Bowie doing your song, fantastic. And I said, I thought he was joking, yeah. but he'd read it in the paper, in a music paper, Melody Maker. And uh, I went and checked, you know, got a copy of the paper, and thought, well, it's true, he's done it. And later he did an interview with the BBC, and he said that he bought the album, and that he liked quite a few tracks on it, but that was his favorite. So he decided to cover it. So maybe he bought the, it's possible, who knows? Maybe he bought the album because 
I he met me and he was mildly curious or something. And the first review he got compared us to the Velvet Underground, the very first review, which was a pretty cool comparison. Maybe he saw that. I don't know. And after that, I never spoke to him since. I saw him backstage at the Freddie Mercury thing in sort of in the distance, but I didn't wasn't going to go up. It's not like he's my, but, you know, so this is now absolute beginners all these years later is a kind of a thank you and an homage from my side in, in that way. It's a sort of, and it was such a, I'd never seen covers, you know, I've never sung any in my life before. It was such fun to sing a cover, sing so, and such a great song, you know, with another, you know, another great singer with Lair, you know. So, um, yeah, that's, that's the story of David for me. Um, and I was always a fan. So it's always wonderful when somebody whose work you admire likes something you did, right? And likes it enough to put it on their album. That's awesome. Oh yeah. And, and then, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's, you know, it's a high, isn't it? You know. Well, I'm going to choose to believe that it was because you met him at the club six years prior. And Leah, is this maybe a testimony to, for creative things to happen, for good things to happen in your life, you have to go out and meet people. Yeah, perfectly put, Jay. Yeah, you really do. I remember yeah. when I remember when I was like, you know, fourteen and was playing you know, shows and clubs and development. My parents would get mad at me because I, I wanted to stay out all night. And I remember trying to explain to them, I'm not trying to stay out because I want to party or like underage drink. I'm trying to stay out so I can network. I was like, it's so important to actually meet these people and talk to these people and mm -hmm. and be a part of the scene because that's how cool things happen uh they they weren't buying it for a second <laughs> but you know no, the funny I... thing the funny thing is that that you can meet people i mean i've had a long career and a, a, obvious often unexpected things happen that lead to big things yes you know, I, I and i but sometimes they're in the unlikeliest of places you know i yes. met this guy that um later introduced me to steve winwood and, and i ended up writing a, a hit album a top 20 album and you know with Steve Winwood because I met a guy on a rainy Monday night in a pub because a 16 year old friend of mine whose mum I knew because she was a journalist that had interviewed me years before was doing a gig and I'd seen him play lots of times and I was should I go shouldn't I go it's raining you know oh no I'm going to give him some support and I bump into this guy Johnson Somerset who turns out to produce, be a producer of Brian Ferry, Steve Winwood, and a fan of mine, for Christ's sake, you know, in this really like this funny empty pub on a Monday night in the rain. And if I hadn't gone, if I turned left, not right, you yeah. know, it wasn't that I was going to a cool place. It wasn't yes. that I was, I, I'd done all that. I've been in all the, you know, and I've even in, you know, not just in London, but in, you know, um, all the nightclubs in the 80s in New York, you know, they were my yeah. patch as well. Um, and it's not always in the cool places that you meet the cool people. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? You never know. You you can meet them anyway, and you don't even know who you're meeting half the time. Like, you know, I met this yeah. guy, and he's and it literally, because the person introduced us, introduced us by full names. You know, like some people do that. This is Johnson Somerset. This is Peter Godwin. And he's literally, what he said to me was, and I he said, not the Peter Godwin. <laughs> Which is not something, you know, that it's like, you know, not the David Bowie. No, not the Peter Goldwyn. And it turned out, and again, it's a really random twist of fate, that his older best friend in his teens, 
was playing on my correspondence album and taking home rough mixes because he was working on the parts or whatever and playing them to Johnson. And that's how Johnson got into my music. And then Johnson ended up um, going to be a tape op for Nile Rogers in uh, New York as an adolescent, an adolescent aristocrat, by the way, because his older brother is a duke. So, you know, how can you plan that? You can't plan for life like that, you know. That's how it. Did you plan for Leia? How did you plan for Leia to know this uh, our, our mutual friend, Facebook friend Enrique, and and kind of get hooked into my music, which he hadn't heard of before that, and then decide, yeah, you know, Enrique says, yeah, you, you he's a he's a cool guy. You could you could ask him, you know. And now we've got this what I think is beautiful album and beautiful music, and yeah, who knew. And that wasn't even a club, you know, that was just right. social media, right? It's yeah. DJ Crash, and I'm speaking with uh, Peter Godwin and Leah Lane. Their new project is Regeneration, and and that was Peter um, explaining that for Providence to occur, you need to go out on a rainy night sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You need to follow your instincts, I think. That's the thing, right? That's it. Sometimes it's time to get, you know, sometimes as well, it's when you go home. That something happens you know what i mean it's not always when you go out that's i mean some like you know i i wrote babies in the mountains which was number four in the dance chart in america and was you know quite a successful song for me relatively i wrote it after going out to a club you know on new year's eve at the beginning of the 80s and i come home and i left early because you know i thought okay i've had enough of this and i get home and the music's still in me somehow and i write because I came up, got home, you know, if I'd come home much, much later, I might not have written the song. You know what I mean? I, I do. And uh, it work in many different ways, you know. So something was calling you to leave early on New Year's Eve. <laughs> it was yeah, I know it sounds kind of silly, but, yeah. you know, it's another twist in the tale, isn't it? Like, I could have stayed to hang. I hung for a while and then suddenly yeah. said, oh, you know, OK, you've had enough of this. I go home and I've, I've got a, suddenly there's a song in me. I'm hearing this song and I quickly capture yeah. it. We ha we have another brain in us. It's not up here. It's in here that you have mm. to follow, right? Leah Lane, tell me more about when the album, you keep teasing me and saying there's an album coming. What uh, I need more details. Well, you know, um, well, there is an album that is finished for the most part. Oh. Uh, that is just kind of waiting in the wings um, as Peter so eloquently stated yesterday on Facebook. Um, but, you know, we're just trying to figure out, you know, the best way to release it. You know, we don't we don't want to release it and have it die. We, you know, we don't we want enough energy behind it that it reaches the most people possible. And so right now um, we're looking around for the right label to support it. And we have wonderful management and we've been you know, lucky enough to do radio interviews with you and, and a lot of other friends uh, coming up. And so we're hoping that by spreading the word and by you know releasing the single, it'll just bring us closer to the day where we get to release the album. So there is an album and it is done. Um, we're just it's looking just for the best, the best to take care of it. It's, it's just very precious to us. I mean, I think actually... I mean, you know, it's been this long, beautiful journey, you know, intertwined with, you know, the narrative of us 
uh, in, in many different ways and it's precious to us. And we somehow ended up with this amazing album. You know, I mean, that sounds conceited, but it's just that we both love it very much. We think it's unusual, it's beautiful, it's different. It's uncompromising. It's just the sort of music we wanted to make. And so we don't just want to hit send to, you know, uh, and put it out there with the other 75,000 releases that are coming out today and say a little prayer if there's another way. So it, you helping us by putting the word out there and getting out there, it's, you know, it's really fantastic and, and essential. You know, it comes from the underground, like a lot of good things, you know, they bubble up from beneath, you know. And, you know, you get a voice here, a voice there. This this person says to that person, you know, and it's a Chinese whisper that builds into a tsunami of of um, beautiful opportunity, we hope. You know, um, I just think we just want to give it the best chance. So we're being patient. We've been pac- patient in the creation of it. Yeah. And that's paid off because if we'd rushed it through, it would be a diff- it might not be a bad album, but it would be a different mm-hmm. album. But we've let it take every pressure, every stress, every joy, every twist and turn of the narrative of the last two years. And it's all absorbed into the album. So the album's become richer for it. And now we just want to get it heard. And you're helping. And we we, we really appreciate that, Jay. Well, I appreciate you guys spending time with me today. So let, let's circle back. Please tell me again the names of the two songs that are available now that people can find on various sources? Uh, the the song, the original song is called Beautiful Boy. And the uh, cover is Absolute Beginners by David Bowie. Yes, very good. And the project is Re Slash Generation. Can I say it that way? Yes, Re Slash Generation. Regeneration. Yes. Regeneration with a slash. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and, and I, the, I, the album, I can we can even tell you because I've been I've been sort of teasing about it with little stories and things of talking about the making of the album just recently. I started doing it now. The name is Al, and the album is called Now Is Forever. And there's even a song, like a you know what they call a title song. Yeah. So the album is going to when it when it does arrive, it will be called Now Is Forever. I like That's it. A, it's a clue. Yeah. <laughs> the the only moments we have in life are now uh and and yeah, now. so yeah that, what that, I, that, that actually has us that actually was stolen from arthur miller because he he got that put on his and marilyn monroe's uh, wedding rings on the inside and i thought that sounds like our album it just <laughs> sounds like our album and then i said to that i think i could write a song with that what do you think she said yeah go for it is it corny you know to have a sort of you know the title track and she said no no go for it and then i i wrote this kind of song which you'll hear one day sort of a bond like song because it's that kind of title as well isn't it what? and then Leah took it and orchestrated it into this really like a you know we're just waiting for them to get the new bond so we can get our song in there <laughs> what, what? hold on do you mean a james bond film is that what you're saying that's what it sounds like yeah it sounds like a it sounds like a you know um john barry you know uh you know that was a period of diamonds are forever um yeah. you live twice from rush with love that kind of is that mood yeah oh yes oh yes there's lots more to come <laughs> great this is great and you know we may need a part two uh oh. as things develop for regeneration and 
But before I let you go, what what other things need to be emphasized or pointed out here or Thanksgiving or, um, you know, other artists that we need to mention um, or inspirations I, you guys have? I really um, want to, because you've given me the opportunity, I want to thank Michael Briggs, first and foremost, of Civil Audio in Denton. Um, Michael, Michael Briggs is not only an incredible engineer and an incredible producer, but, you know, he provides a service for the local um, music scene that is unparalleled. And, and he, you know, doesn't have to be as accommodating as he is. He doesn't have to work with his artists the way he does and, and be so, you know, understanding uh, on budgets and stuff. But he, he is. I mean, he genuinely wants to help people make music and, and loves every second of doing it. And to, to, to you know, to top it off, he's an amazing friend. And I just, I would recommend if anybody's listening to this and you're wondering where to record, please go to Civil Audio in Denton, Texas and record with Michael Briggs because I promise you, it's the best experience you'll ever have in the studio. Um, so, and I yeah. want to I wanna add something to that and just say that like what I found as well with Michael, which is extraordinary, is that he sort of let me, that just as Leah described it, you know, he is this sort of, powerhouse for local creativity and then he kind of gets this guy you know whatever you want to call me you know with this long story behind him and he let me let me in and sort of looked for ways like when we started I worked a bit on the mixes with him you know because it's something that I quite like doing and we found a kind of common kind of connection you know we found a way like from coming from completely different places you know he was open to wanting to give me what I wanted, you know, it's a, it's a journey, you know, to find that kind of chemistry. And he wasn't, you know, I'm something, I'm coming from, you know, I'm an English guy, you know, coming from Europe and everything. It's a different thing. It's not like maybe how he would, people he'd been working with before, but he gave, you know, 100% and continues to do so, you know. And um, that's, I know from my long career and all the engineers and, and produce, stroke producers I've worked with, that it's rare, you know, to find someone that you can, that's looking for a connection and wants to understand and wants to give you what you want and doesn't complain if it, the first time it's not there and you want to go the second time to get it, you know? So he's great like that. He's a, he's a real talent, truly. It may be that we're different generations. It may be that we're on different parts of the world, but music brings us together. This is DJ Crash. Honored to have Leah Lane here with me and Peter Godwin and Guys, if we forgot anything, we'll just do another we'll do another recording. But for now, I want to say thank you so much for carving out time to be with me today. Thank you, Jay. You are always so sweet and so wonderful and so inspiring. It's always a pleasure to be on your show. Thanks for having us. You're welcome. And and Leah, good luck on your European tour coming up and, and everything <laughs> else for, for Rose Garden. <laughs> and Peter Godwin, I just freaking adore you man thank you for being here i love you too man and i and I, I love your i love your your passion for music you know because it's something we share you know whether you whether you make it or you sometimes make it or you don't make it at all you know you're a definite music lover you know and all the roots and intertwinings and past and present and future of music is your passion just like it is ours yes, and indeed. here we are three people from very different journeys but we share, you know, we share a common love.